Well, friends, the Christmas holiday is over and we've already started taking down Christmas decorations in our home. I used to leave up our Christmas tree into the new year, but I just find that I'm really energized and eager to go ahead and reset my home, even though I do love the coziness that Christmas tends to bring. And it does kind of make me sad when I start to take down Christmas decorations because it's so festive and it creates a really cozy and exciting and warm atmosphere. So yeah, I have a little bit of a letdown once all of the Christmas decorations are brought down, even though I do, it's kind of like a bittersweet. I like it to be clean and minimal and easy to manage, but I do like the cozy vibes that Christmas brings. So I am speaking with somebody today who is very experienced in Huga, which is a way of living that brings a lot of coziness and warmth to your home. I thought it would be a great topic to cover after the Christmas season when we start to pack up those Christmas decorations and our home starts feeling a little bare and a little sparse and not as cozy as it once did during the holidays. So I thought that I would have Jenny Good on today to speak about Huga to explain what that is and how you can bring this way of life into your home to create a cozy and warm atmosphere. Speaking of creating a cozy and warm home, I want to remind you that a week from today, January 4th, the Simplify Your Kitchen course will be available to you. So if you want to go ahead and purchase that, get on the wait list, go to habitsandhome.com courses to go ahead and purchase that course so that you have immediate access to it January 4th. You do not want to miss this. I'm going to walk you through retraining your mindset towards the things that you own, helping you to retrain your habits, declutter your kitchen, and systemize it so you can have easy maintenance on a regular basis. I promise you this is well worth your time and investment. So again, go to habitsandhome.com courses to go ahead and pre-order your access to the course, which again will be released January 4th. This will be the perfect kickoff to your new year to be more organized and simplified in your home so that you can live more stress-free. Okay, let's dive into our conversation with Jenny Good. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hi, Jenny, and welcome to the show. I am so excited that you are on today and to talk to us about how to create a Huga home for the new year. I know I need more Huga in my life, and I'm sure once you explain it to everyone else that they are going to be seeking a Huga home as well. So before we dive into that, will you please share a little about yourself? Absolutely. Hey, Lisa, I am just so honored to be on your show. 
Thank you for having me. It's truly my honor. So I am a business and mindset coach for Christian women life coaches. And my methods are all about how to create money from a place of simplicity and ease without trying to fit into that mainstream marketing model that so many of us don't identify with. And one of the ways that I work with clients is to help them repair their central nervous systems, because that's all interwoven with everything from our businesses to the way that we enjoy our families and our homes and our sense of happiness. And HUGA is a powerful way to achieve that greater sense of fulfillment, that sense of calm. So I'm super excited to talk with you and your listeners about HUGA today. Oh my goodness. I just love the way you talk. It's such, it's so calming and you really embody the the sense of Huga. I just, I've told you before, you are like a warm hug and, and I feel like that's exactly what Huga is. So will you tell us what Huga is and give us some background information on where it comes from? Because a lot of people might not be familiar with this term or with this way of life. Yes, absolutely. And you are so right. That is a great definition. It is like something just warm and comforting wrapping around you. And huga is a Danish concept. And it basically means to create coziness or comfort in ways that make you feel content and well. It's about making your space, your clothing, and just your experience of life to feel calm, peaceful, and fulfilling. And what I absolutely love about Huga is that instead of focusing on that bigger, faster, more, which is what we usually see in the media, Huga focuses on being intentional and creating good feelings from even the simplest of things. It's an invitation to slow down and come home to yourself. You don't need tons of money or a lot of time to do it. It's just simple and easy. It said, you said it focuses on intentionality and it can be easy. So will you give us some examples? You said clothing, you said environment. Can you give us just a couple of examples of what that would look like? Just, let's just, let's just start with our clothing. How would that look? Sure. So wearing things that feel good to you, things that are comfortable, that don't restrict your movement. And also things that you feel good about on the level of consumerism. So for example, I purchase all of my clothing from artisans that hand make. So they're either, I have a couple people that I like on Etsy. I have one small business seller that I like out of, I think it's Washington state. So we're looking at number one, am I spending my dollars on my clothing in ways that align with my values? Mm -hmm. Because anytime that you're not doing that piece subconsciously, there's a tug of war going on and it creates discomfort even when you don't realize it. And then number two, on a more logistical level, does this make me feel good? Does this work with my body type? Does this make me feel comfortable so that I'm not like feeling restricted or whatever because I'm dressing for someone else's body type because that's what I see on Instagram or something. Oh, that's good. That's good. And you know, this really uh, goes right in line, <clears throat> goes right in line with clients when I'm helping them declutter their clothes. 
And having this in mind, like what makes me feel good? Do I feel good in this, this outfit that I'm still hanging on to because I've spent a lot of money on it or yeah, I see it on Instagram and it's like the newest trend. So when you embrace this Huga mindset and you keep clothes in your closet that make you feel good, it's okay to, you feel like this release to let things go. Um, so how would somebody benefit from creating a hookah environment in their home? I know that you work with people on their mindset and I work specifically with people on their environment in their home on the physical level. So how would someone benefit from this hookah mindset in their environment? Great question. And there are so many benefits when you create that hookah environment you immediately calm and soothe your central nervous system. This is key to why so many people are experiencing stress, anxiety, insomnia, sadness. And even for those who run a business, the people that I work with, that frazzled central nervous system, that sits at the center of why they're not thriving in their business. So people are tired of being on this hamster wheel always trying to do more things, make more money, have more energy, show up more. It's not how we're wired. So we're fighting against nature every single day when we're living that life. Mm -hmm. And Hugo lowers those stress levels, helps you sleep better, and slows that scrolling and device overstimulation. It's about so much more than like soft blankets and string lights, though that certainly can be part of it. But Huga is about spending your resource of time in ways that mean something to you. Mm, that is, ugh, it makes me excited for not only myself, but the people that I'm working with, because I hear a lot of clients come to me and they're stressed, they're frazzled and being able to bring peace and calm to them in their home and their mindset is the greatest reward. I love walking away from working with a client and then hearing from them like a week later, how, how beneficial it's been to clear their space, create some calm in their life. It is just, ah, uh, I cannot wait for people to embrace this, especially our listeners embrace this concept and really use it to propel their motivation to start clearing out, to start decluttering, to start being more intentional with the way they set up their spaces in their home. So I know that we soon we're going to be packing away Christmas decor and we are, you know, like with Christmas decor, it feels, it feels cozy because we have Christmas lights and we have the fireplace going and the warmness and everything. And sometimes when I pack away Christmas decorations, I have this feeling of emptiness in my house. It it just feels bare. It doesn't quite feel as cozy as it did when the Christmas decorations were everywhere. So what are some practical but minimalist ways we can create a hygge environment in our home in the new year? I love that question for two reasons. First, because I am personally a minimalist and I know that Huga fits so well with that lifestyle. And two, because the right time is after Christmas. That is a perfect opportunity to bring Huga into your home. As you begin to put that decor away and think about bringing out your regular items and putting those back into the space, ask yourself this. 
is this item beautiful to me? Does it bring me joy when I look at it? Notice if there's any heaviness in your body or anything that's negative when you look at this item. And if it doesn't feel good, then consider leaving it packed away or even donating it and getting it out of your space altogether. And to bring Huga into the home, you can start with a few simple shifts. So in your general home environment, you can have a Huga soup night. This is something I love to do. Make it more of an experience by creating a fire in the fireplace, or if you don't have a fireplace, you can listen to one on YouTube as you start to prep that food process and use a nourishing, nourishing, sorry, Use a nourishing soup recipe and be present for every part of the chopping, the vegetable washing. Notice what the water sounds like. Really bring all your senses into this experience. Just be present. Sit out your favorite bowl and take in its beauty. When the soup is finished, hold that bowl and really feel the warmth of it in your hands. Feel how comforting it is even before you start to enjoy the soup eating it. Just enjoy the experience of being there and making it. You know, one of my favorite um, memories, I guess you would say, my children and I were living in a studio loft apartment and we were just embarking on the journey of minimalism. And I can so clearly remember Lisa sitting on my bed and I was chopping vegetables for a soup and my daughter, she was maybe 18 at the time and we're sitting there talking very quietly because my son was taking a nap just across the room from us. I mean, when you live in a studio loft, you're always across the room from everybody. Uh And it was snowing. And right outside of our window, we're on the second floor, there are these um, New England style gas lamps. And the snow was just softly falling, cascading in front of the lights. And it was so beautiful. And we were just speaking in hushed tones preparing the food together, smelling the smells of it cooking and feeling the togetherness of our family as that snow was falling. Now that sounds like a very simple thing and it didn't cost us a dime, but when you start to embrace hookah, it, it can take just such few things, minimalist things to truly just light your heart up Mm -hmm. and create memories that years later you really cherish like that. So Another thing, though, I want to say also that you can do is bring in a bedtime ritual. Mm-hmm. Turn on some st- some soft string lights at a specific time of the day to kind of signal to yourself that it's time to let go of the day, the work, whatever it is. Make a warm cup of tea or lemon water. Turn all the devices off. Curl up with a soft blanket or again, wear something that feels clean and soft, like a well-worn linen nightdress or something. And notice everything about how the cup feels, how you feel in the clothing. It's so different from how we numb out. We often go to sleep scrolling on social media, just numbing our minds out until we can go to sleep. So those are a couple ways that you can bring that into your home very easily. I think this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes on the podcast <laughs> and probably... <laughs> And probably one of my favorites for my listeners as well, because it, and it being right around the new year, it, there's so much focus around setting goals and what are we going to do different this year to be better than we were last year. And I really feel this sense in your tone and what you're telling us is 
to just slow down and embrace being human again. And I, I stumbled upon a, a quote on Instagram yesterday. I don't scroll much anymore because it's not life-giving to me, but I do follow a couple accounts that are, that are um, inspiring. And it stated when you're out in public, um, discipline yourself when you start feeling awkward, that awkwardness in in, when you're in public to not just look down at your phone and start scrolling, but to really be present and to let yourself take it all in to let yourself, I mean, if you're awkward, if you feel awkward, then, you know, embrace that human side of you and to like get back to our roots. And I really feel like it's going to feel awkward at first. Um, I know probably for a lot of moms, they probably listen to podcasts or watch their favorite mom show, or they listen to music while they're cooking. I know I multitask in that way, but lately I've really been trying to discipline myself, to let myself have all of these human experiences and, and feel all the feels. And I really feel this, this push or this urgency to um, really get back to our human roots of feeling human again. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm making sense at all, but I really feel like that's what I'm getting from you and this coziness of just letting ourselves enjoy life. I know when you were talking about uh, things can be really simple for me, we live in a farmhouse and I definitely try to create that simplicity and that coziness in our house. But at the same time, I don't want to fill it up to have coziness and I can stand out in my yard. This is when I feel the most cozy or the most huga. In the evening time when the sun is going down and I'm standing in, out in my yard or I'm working in the garden and I just feel the wind blow just a little bit and I just let myself, it might feel awkward at first, I just let myself raise up my arms, look up at the sky with my eyes closed and just like, ah, feel it, just take it all in <laughs> and really feel it. And I feel like when we give ourselves the time and the space to be able to feel those human feelings again and to not numb ourselves out like you were saying with scrolling on social media or watching our favorite show now those are things aren't necessarily bad but they do tend to numb us out to where we don't slow down and we're always filling up that space instead of just letting it be would you say a hundred percent and you're so right it's not that we're saying that you can't do those things but it's almost like if you've ever cut down or eliminated sugar from your diet, it's we have these things that we do to distract ourselves. Or like you said, crutches when we feel mm. a little awkward when we're standing in the line at the bank or something. Um, if anybody actually goes to the bank anymore, I don't know. I don't, but you know what I mean. And when we step away from that, what you find is it's exactly like giving up sugar. When you come back to it, you can eat it, but you don't need as much of it. It's just not relevant to, to like hide the flavor of your food all the time. And it's the same thing with Huga. When you start to really be here now and enjoy the present moment now, 
you find that you need less of those TV shows and the mm -hmm. phone screens and the social media. You can still enjoy them, but you don't need them anymore. Yes. Yes. I, my husband and I, after we put the boys to bed, right after we put them to bed at night, we do have a bed bedtime ritual. We always have with our kids and mostly with ourselves. but we put them to bed and we watch a favorite TV show with the two of us. And it's so easy with streaming television to just watch another episode and watch another episode. It just becomes, you know, mindless. And lately I have really embraced sleep <laughs> and my need for self-care. And I've evaluated how my lack of sleep affects my mood and it affects my productivity. It affects everything. And so I have been protecting sleep at all costs. So knowing that and being able to come at these mindless habits with that you know, that, that protection of myself, it's really easy now for me to say, okay, one episode, now we're done. <laughs> we turn it off. Even though sometimes we're like, do we want to watch another episode? And we're like, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> and, and like you said, once you, once you de pretty much kind of detox from the numbness of doing those things all of the time, when you do participate in it, it becomes a little bit more special or a little bit more kind of like a novelty or something you don't do all the time. So it's like a little splurge for yourself. And that's, that's what has become our little evening routine routine is our little splurge of just one episode. So, um, all right. So lastly, how can Huga, um, a Huga approach to our home? So we're thinking about creating a cozy home by minimizing the clutter, minimizing the stress, the distractions, things that don't light us up and bring us joy. How can creating a hookah home affect other areas of our life? So when we start practicing hookah, we sense a change is taking place in more than just the aesthetics. We start noticing that other areas where we want to simplify come to the forefront of our mind. We take the pressure off ourselves and we start to enjoy life without anything big needing to happen in that day. We see opportunities for more meaning and fulfillment. It's kind of like, like I said, when you stop eating that sugar for a while and you suddenly taste how good the food really is, in that similar way, Huga opens you up to experiencing life more completely without that need of distraction or buying things in order to fulfill yourself. And, you know, my mom, Lisa, used to say, and you and I have talked about this before, that we need to do this or that. And I would say, why? And she'd say, well, they say that's the way. And I would say, wait, wait, who? Who is they? And she would just laugh and say, I don't know, but someone said it somewhere along the line. <laughs> and we spend a lot of our lives living someone else's dream or doing business someone else's way, or decorating our home the way that the latest magazine said is the right way to do it. And Huga is a way to just step out of that pressure, strip all that away, and live and work aligned with who you want to be, what's naturally right for you. So I think the short answer to that is you will start showing up in all areas of your life in the simplest way that means the most to you. 
you, my dear, help me on a daily basis with seeking a hygge life, especially for my mindset. So I probably didn't mention this before, but Jenny is my life coach my mindset coach. She is absolutely phenomenal. So I'm the person that will help you uh, achieve a hygge environment in your home. She is the person that is going to help you with your mindset. So you, if you are someone who needs mindset work to shift some mindsets, to get rid of some um, limiting beliefs, or you just feel stuck, she is definitely somebody that you need to reach out to. Like I said before, she is like a warm hug. And I tell her every day that every time I talk to her, I'm like, oh, that is, this just feels like a warm hug to me. <laughs> and in a world where people aren't hugging much anymore, that is definitely something we need more in our lives. So Jenny, will you please tell our listeners where they can find you if they are needing someone like a life coach in their life to help them get through those you know, those, those things that they're stuck on, or they just can't get, get, get past. And they just need, they just need a best friend to talk things out and to really listen to them. Sure. So I also just want to say, Lisa, it is always such a pleasure to coach you and work with you. You are one of the most, just your energy is so beautiful. So it is always my honor to be in that space with you. Um, as far as where to find me, I am a very, as you can imagine, simple girl. So you can just email me at Jenny at soulprintpath.com and tell me about your story. I'm always very curious just to hear the stories of people's lives, whether I am the person to help them or not. I would still just love to hear from your listeners. Yes, that is amazing. And I love how you, I mean, I know you more than what you've just described on the podcast. And I know that anyone would thrive working with you. So I hope that they do reach out if that's something that they need. So as always, Jenny, thank you so much for your time, for your knowledge, for your investment, just for listening and being willing to help other people. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Friends, if you're ready to create that hygge type atmosphere in your home, one that is cozy and warm and just a lot more simple, then you first need to start with decluttering your spaces. And where better to start than to start in your kitchen. So go to habitsandhome.com courses to sign up for my Simplify Your Kitchen mini course. It's gonna walk you through, like I said before, resetting your mindset, overhauling your habits, decluttering and systemizing your space so that you can maintain it easily on a daily basis. Again, it's habitsandhome.com courses to get started. All right, I'll see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.